Welcome to the Anything Bowl, where anything goes. Here's SmackDown versus Raw. It's Matt. This is me. We are doing extra episode number whatever it is as we plan for the future. Our fun January where we're going to be gone, but wanting to keep up with the podcast perfectly. So I want to go to bed for a month. Bro, I want to go to bed right now, and I don't know why. We're going to hype up some coffee in a bit. Yeah. Anyway. See, see, see. So... You know, this is another extra episode, so we're going to cover a specific topic. We're not going to cover any news or anything, just because, you know, I could cover some news since today is the 11th of December. But if I were to do that, it would be completely irrelevant, because I have no idea when this is going up. Today, Matthew, what are we talking about? We're talking about favorite artists. Favorite artists. Of the decade or whatever. Of the decade. It's just kind of, you know, whatever, man. It's a bit of, you know, it's kind of, whatever. This isn't going to be really a ranking, I guess. Again, as as these extra episodes go, they're a lot more loose and less planned. Like we we just came up with this idea on the spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it it's gonna be less ranking and less list and more. Hey man, here's like my handful of favorite artists that inspire me. Here's why. And I guess we could be like favorite piece of music from them. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. Uh, how many artists you want to do? Like three, five, twelve. Let's do five. 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 All right. Yeah. Let me think. One, two, three. Four, five. Oh, Jesus, it's hard. Wait, one, two. Three, I just want to do three. It's up to you. Four, five. No, I got five. Okay. It's just no. It's hard to narrow down. Like, yeah. I, want, I need more. Uh-huh. I guess we'll just go back and forth. Kind of simple thing. You know, this is also going to be the main episode, so it's going to be a bit longer, but it's not going to be super long since again we don't have news and Brendan and whatever. Oh yeah, Brendan's not here right now. Brendan's in class. Stupid. <laughs> doing a final. Whatever. Yeah. All right, Maddie B. Ah. Give me. Oh, I said that, this isn't a ranking; it's just a list. Give me your first artist. Uh, uh, I mean that's obvious. Fallout, flop out boy. Flop out boy. That's my favorite. <laughs> Reason being, bro. Reason being, bro. A couple reasons why. A couple Most reasons people why, don't bro. think it, and I don't care what anybody thinks. I. They inspired two generations of music. That's right. They. Do. I don't care what they, you say. They were here. This one we're gonna discuss together because it's also my number five. Yeah. But they were like, here. Yeah. They like thrived. Yeah. Then they left. Yeah. And they came back, dude. And they thrived again. Two successful outputs, man. I have no idea how they did that. I don't know, man. Uh, but you know, uh, but that's the thing. You know, I, I think in terms of rock, I mean, grunge obviously opened up the door for like romanticized lyrics and being deep and stuff. Yeah. But it's like Nirvana walks so they could run. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not comparing them to Nirvana, by the way. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're better. Oh, wait, hold on. We gotta take a pause. This should be like And we're running. back. This, this is the running gag of today, man. We're just randomly like cut off. Something, something went on. That's, that's yeah. usually what we're, happens. We're, no, it's not even that. It's, it's just we've been recording today and things just cut off. Like, yeah. I keep hitting the space bar and it randomly stops recording or whatever. But uh, one of the texts just came in. Or not even the tech, the guy in charge, Paul, just came through and had some questions and. Ideas for us and whatnot. He threw me against no. He threw you. He <laughs> broke the window and everything. No. Uh, anyway, we were talking about Flop Out Boy. Uh, flop Out Boy. You know, I think God, they're one of the biggest inspirations to me, and it's kind of ridiculous how much I listen to their music year after year. I think the most thing they have going for them is obviously their sound. I'm not gonna say they're they're. You know, I think a lot of people. I like to call them. I mean, there's a term for it. You ever hear of a term called chameleon artists? Chameleon artists? What, yeah. what on earth does that mean? I actually learned it in music history today. It's like, basically, it's somebody who doesn't do something the same way from album to album. Which, again, they kind of do, but they kind of don't. It's, it's, you have a, 
Like, like it depends on the phase with them, yeah. you know. Like early stuff under the cork tree, yeah, yeah. Under the cork tree, infinity and take this to your grave are all pretty much the same, but like a time progression. I feel like uh, infinity is kind of the more R and B pop influence. Well, you know, because like yeah. pop and R and B. I mean, it's, it's their whole beginning section is very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's like, like you have, have the first two that's a bit more punky, and then you have the last two that are a bit more pop pop R and B, and then you get to. You know, the second coming, and it's same rock and roll. Masterpiece. Same rock and roll and American Beauty, American Psycho are pretty Sir, much the same. Sir, how dare album. you? What? How could you skip over Folly? No, no, I said Folly. Oh, I said Infinity and Folly are, are the pop R&B spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, this man, disrespectful, you can't do this to Nah, but, uh... <laughs> No, no, and then the, the second, second coming, it's Save Rock and Roll and American Beauty, American Psycho are pretty much the same album. Yeah, yeah, And then you have something like Mania that's completely different, mm. leading to whatever's next. I mean, for what it was with that album, I didn't necessarily, you know, like, I liked it at first, had different opinions. Obviously, it's subject to change, but I think the one thing you can respect is, like, they're always trying something new. Yeah. So I can't even, like, really hate on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I think... They might return to form soon, you know, kind of have a com- combination of everything they've been yeah. doing. I think they're definitely at that point. I mean, we've also talked about this a couple times at this point. They're at the point where they need to take a break. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't think they need to go on hiatus or anything, but it's it's reached that point where they need take take a couple of years. Yeah. After Mania, because Mania was a decent album and whatever, but it was also a mess. Oh, God. Getting to it. It was, like, delayed and Well, because it's, like, it's the labor pressure, away. man. It's, like, they want them to output so much, and yeah. they make a lot of money. Don't get me wrong for the mm-hmm. for whoever, but same time, like, you know, that, I mean, that that's their fault because, you know, Pete was, like, oh, I have this idea for a song. It's really crazy and dubstepy. Let's do it. And then, but then Patrick was, like, what album, man? So then they got, I feel like that was a whole, I feel like, it was just a swirl of like an album that was it was gonna happen but it just happened too quickly and i feel yeah. like in general if you gave it another two years would have been fucking like amazing mm-hmm. yeah. so um it takes time man it does uh, i'll say next on my list that i assume is also on yours at some point or another is panic oh yeah Panic at the disco and i think it's kind of obvious that they're our big two just because they you know we rank them we talk about them pretty another often. chameleon artist yeah i mean it's, it's kind of the same thing with them, man. You know, you had a fever, completely different. I mean, you got to Pretty Odd, and that was a complete 180. And then you get to Vices after the breakup and they come back together. And it's it's more fever, but new. So it's like those two you can kind of branch together. And once you get to... No, and then even Too Weird to Live, Too Weird to Die is so much more electronic. But once you get to Doab and Pray for the Wicked, it's kind of in tandem. Like, the, yeah. the concept and the vibe, really. You know, Doab is definitely the superior, and they have different feels to them, but it's it's in the same vein to me that Save Rock and Roll and American Beauty, American Psycho are, where yeah. it's kind of the same. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I mean, because, you know, they, they play off each other. So yeah, it's not exactly. a surprise that you would like both, or both of us like both, yeah, mm-hmm. um, out of principle. So, yeah, I mean, they came up together, man. Yeah, they did, man. You know, Fob should be the one that's... In my, my opinion, Fob should be the more popular one because they're been around you know, longer. I mean, it's not even that. Just because something's been around doesn't mean it's necessarily better. Like superiority, blah blah blah. I think in terms of like quality, though, I mean, you know, Panic's doing better. Because I mean, for right now, because even 
It all depends, man. They're, They're both good. good. I can't say one yeah. more than the other. It, it's, it's like, like we, we hit this really high point a couple years ago when American Beauty, American Cycle came out because it's it's not a masterpiece, but it's definitely up there for Fob. And then you had a Doab come out like a year later, year and change later. Yeah. And it was also like peak panic. And then you had the last couple of years where you had Mania and Pray for the Wicked kind of subpar, different yeah. than what we wanted. Mm-hmm. But it's all. It, it's also you can't. Put artists in a box. You, you can't be like, I want this album, and then it comes out, and you're like, man, that's bad. It's just different. I mean, it's just yeah. how it is. I mean, everyone has that fumble album. Yeah, <laughs> that was their fumble album. We'll see, though. We'll see. That, you know, it's so funny, too. Like, there's not an album I didn't, like, that's, like, the first album, like, I actually, like, I mean, again, I liked it at first because of the hype behind it, but, like, that's, like, genuinely the first album I just didn't like from them, and that's Which really one? Pray? Uh, oh, I was talking about pan, uh, Fall Boy, like with uh, Mania. Yeah, it was I mean, awkward. And it, actually, no, I would say the same for Panic. The big thing really one with you is that you come around. You're, you're, the, you're, you're definitely the. the I don't. I'm not like this, but you're definitely the type of person that'll be like, "Man, I love this album." And then a couple months go by, and you'll be like, "Man, I hate this album." And then a couple more months go by, and you're like, "You know, it's come back around." No, I mean, but I've I've still been pretty solid about. You've been solid on Mania. I know that you're not a fan of that album at all. My opinion on Mania is still just. Good songs and separation, but for the most part, I just don't. It's not as a cohesive project. Yeah, I, yeah no. <laughs> but like again, you know, if I narrowed it down now, it's like over time it got worse because like now I think I only like three songs. Yeah. Like at this point, and again, it's not even like they're necessarily bad. Yeah, it's just that's not the sound. I'm not even gonna be that guy's like they should go back to the old stuff. But I mean, in a way, not, not even go back to the old stuff. Give me like American Beauty, American Psycho too. Not even that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like some more, more just like progressive sound in something that doesn't feel dated. Because I felt like with Mania, it's just that it was very. It played off a lot of elements I've heard in pop music already before. Yeah. So it wasn't anything special to me. And Young and Menace to me just felt like an insult to Young and Menace. To me, I guess the best way that I felt is like it felt like it was an insult to. Um, like, and thinking like, oh, like this is what young people like, and I'm not. They know what we like, yeah. But it's because they made it. There's sometimes they pull a Weezer where they think they know, but they don't. Hold or don't. It's a good song. That was a banger. That one, Sunshine Riptide and Bishops, like still like Bishops hits. So smack for me. But I think that might be it. No. We talking like more. No, I'm just thinking about Mania, the track. But anyway, no. When it comes to Panic, because. We kind of derailed a bit. I think Panic for me has been kind of in tandem with my life, you know? I think I became a really big Panic fan when Too Weird to Live, Too Weird to Die came out. Yeah. Like a couple months later. Mm-hmm. And it, it it came out at a time when I was looking for music to listen to and I wasn't really a singer, per se. And, you know, just as life went on, I, I fell in love with Vices and everything else they had put out. And the more that I listened to them, the more I sang. I mean, I, I, I don't want to say that I copied Brendan Urie, but I kind of get my voice from him. And just from listening to that music nonstop for a couple of years. Yeah. So Panic really plays a big spot in my heart. You know, Fall Out Boy got me through whatever. Panic has been intertwined with me. I don't listen to them nearly as much anymore. Or I guess that might just be right now because I've been listening to a bunch of other stuff. But it happens from time to time. I would say to keep our things concise, just name one thing. Like, we can elaborate, obviously. But like just cap it off. Like, what's one thing that you take away from both of those groups? Oh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. We were supposed to. <laughs> our favorite piece of art from them, right? Do we oh, want to do, do a song or do we want to do an album? I'm doing an album. A whole album? All right. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Folly. Well, duh. Yeah, Folly. And then Panic is going to be 
devices, but the deluxe Japanese version with those extra tracks, because it makes it a masterpiece of an album. Like, Vices of Virtues with the bonus tracks, I'd put on, not folly level, but like close to it. Um, which is kind of a hard sell. I think for me it still stands with either... Um, either Doa... No, Too Weird, actually. Yeah. Very fun project. That's just you. Yeah. It's just me. <laughs> what about Fob? Huh? What about Fob? Yeah, Folly. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I took a lot of influence in songwriting from them, but then I just think in overall talent, I think Panic just pushes a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So. You're right, yeah. though. All right. Number three. Our third artist. What you got, boy? You want me to go first? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say Michael Jackson. Sure, which I believe is on your list. It don't matter to me. Oh, like input. Actually, surprisingly, I, I love the guy, but no. What? No, I'm going to say, yeah. Ooh, right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to MJ, man, I'm terrible because I discovered him as he died. It was one of those one of those things where my mom was like, you're going to really like this. Yeah. Oh, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But, but she, she was like, like, oh, you're going to like this. We started listening to it a lot in the car because we drive a, drive a lot. Because, you know, my mom lived in Kearney and then my dad lived in Rockaway. So we'd drive a lot. We'd always be listening to music. We listened to the Michael Jackson number one hits easily, hundreds of times until the CD was too scratched up to work. And, uh, you know, it sucks because I got so attached to him and then he died. And it was one of those things where I think I was obsessed and listening to him nonstop and just thinking about his art and whatever for years. I don't think I really broke away from that until I hit the next guy. Guy's a genius, man. Oh my god, yeah. And it's just—it makes me so upset. Like he, he'll just be talking in interviews. Is like he's like, yeah, you know, I have a little idea. It goes boom, and then he's like, he sings like the melody lines for each. Like, how do you do that? I don't know, man. He's—he's a genius. He literally—he literally had a beat in his head. Rest easy, homie. Crazy. It, it, it makes me so upset when people try to be like, oh, my God, he, he did blah, 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 Listen, blah. It's, first of all, like, this stuff is recovered ad nauseum for years. It's like, And we point, know that it's not we true. Know, uh, what, if it's true? We know that it's not true. I mean, the politics of it's like, gets a little hairy, but I think at the end of the day, like, I don't think he committed a crime within it. No. I think some is of it was questionable? Bit, yes. Some of it was a bit sketchy, questionable, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Even but, if it wasn't breaking the law, was it questionable? Yes. Was it morally right? No. It depends. But, but it's also, you know, there's but action, but excuses. But there's, there's yeah. reasons for some of these things that can explain it. Like the fact that he really didn't have a childhood and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I defend everything he didn't do. What am I saying? I don't want to defend the things that that were morally questionable when it comes to him. But there's a lot of understanding for it. I, I kind of look at it like if something, not saying you would ever do this, but like if, if something like this were to happen to you, I wouldn't just be like, nah, man, you're dead to me. You'd blah, 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 blah. Listen to what people, like I, I look at it like. Objectively. Exactly. I look at it through the lens of someone that I cared about, even though I, I, I never met the guy. And whatever. It's just. I don't know, man. I always see the reasoning. Uh, yeah. If I could pick a favorite piece of art from him, it's hard. I don't want to say thriller. I mean, you could. I could say thriller. That's. It's going to be that, like. I mean, you know, I don't know. You know what's a terrible. T- I'm going to pick like the number one hits just because that's. It, it, it's not that I only care about those songs. It's that that's what's It's an accurate representation of what he did. Exactly. Matt understands. Of, of how he went through. <laughs> Give me your. Numero trace, my guy. Uh, I think for me, number three, finna be Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. Like, I just think, like, in general, like, when I, you know, not for nothing, 
But I had a sister who liked them a lot at one point. So it's like heavy influence. And I was like, wow, the angst. And, I, you know, the annoying thing is like, I, you know, I obviously gravitated towards their sound. Yeah. First, obviously. But you look at their songs, like lyrically, like it's, in my opinion, it's some of the best songwriting you can get. I would argue, like in the past like 50, 60 years. Whoa, whoa. I know that's a lot, but I think. You know, I think it's important with an artist or a band to do things that are not only different, but also push things to, I guess, a new level in terms of either a certain group, a culture, an idea with the music itself and things that you're saying. So, I mean, obviously, the grunge scene started late 80s, early 90s. And, you know, you have people like Soundgarden, Audio Slave. The greats, you know, like Rage Against the Machine. I mean, I wouldn't consider them grunge, but, you know, one of the greatest rock bands of the 90s as well. But Nirvana just did this thing where they took all those elements and they made it digestible for people. And you look at, I mean, like, Bleach is one thing, you know, whatever. And then you have, like, Nevermind and In Utero. And they both serve different purposes in terms of explaining, like, dude, like, you can't tell me and... Uh, also, also censorship, censorship right now because I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> but he, but he has, he has, you know, songs like "Rape Me" and um, "Territorial Pissing." <laughs> but then he and he has other songs like "In Bloom" and "Polly." And the thing is, like, these songs are just so well written. And Polly do. Polly want a cracker. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, you think like, oh, like this is just some guy like trying to be like some loud prick. And you're 25% about that, right? <laughs> the other 75% is an artist. genuine songwriting and literally writing about things that people his age and who were teenagers at the time were scared of Yeah, and didn't understand about things. And then, you know, I think angst was a gateway for people to connect the dots and say, like, you know, sometimes kids have it rough, too, and they need an outlet to get that out. So I think whatever you say. It's like, like I feel like, like even if you didn't listen to Nirvana and you only know Smells Teen Spirit, you understand the vibe. <laughs> so I think it's very influential growing up. I feel raw energy. If you could pick in, in one utero. piece of art from them, actually no, I I, I would say yeah, in utero, just because again, like Nevermind was a bit more polished, but in utero had like this raw energy that I don't feel like a lot of albums captured. In a yeah, because like you you see people they do it like, but no, they were like you can hear they're actually mad about mm-hmm. things. I feel. Yeah. All right. My, my next, you know, know this, this isn't really a ranking. ranking. This is more just kind of free flow and whatever. Uh huh. MJ, you know, was, was real big for me, like fifth through eighth grade, eight, even ninth grade, whatever. But once I hit ninth grade, it was this next dude, and Matt was there. It's going to be a rapper. Yeah. do whatever. You know, I was a fan of him from like sixth grade and on. <laughs> but it was like ninth, tenth grade, it hit this all time high. And then, I, and then from there, it was panic, and then fob. <laughs> and then the last dude. But anyway, uh, my biggest, one of my biggest inspirations for a very long time was Marshall Bruce Mathers the third Eminem. Beers uh, That's my dude. Uh, you know, th- there's nothing I can really say about him that hasn't been said by him. <laughs> he, he was this guy that had this childhood that was garbage. You know, he was he was beat up. He was beat up by bullies and by his mom. He was moving around everywhere. He was. Locking himself in his room, doing whatever, couldn't get through school. Was at like near rock bottom. Met this dude named Dre, and has become 
one of the best-selling artists of all time. Arguably the greatest rapper to ever live. And it's, you know, some people like to joke around and say that he's fallen off or whatever. I am firmly in the camp that he's not. You know, he's had his subpar albums since he's come back. Even his lowest numbers is far superior than anybody still. Yeah. You look like, at uh, like what do you say to MGK? Well, no, but it's actually true though. Uh, no, one hundred percent. When you're averaging, <laughs> when you're averaging, like uh, pull up his Spotify statistics. How many, how many monthly listeners does he have? I bet you it's at least ten million a month. Try and get somebody who does that for the past ten years, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, MCR. Okay, but still, no, they're getting three million. Thirty million monthly listeners. You're on. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure, but I thought I saw. I mean, maybe because of research, I didn't check um, MCR, but I saw they had like three million last time. Let's check. Just I completely forgot MCR existed, so they're not on my list. <laughs> hey, stop that! <laughs> what is it? Seven million. Still though, how many, how many artists can? Do, not many artists can do that. Yeah. So even whatever you say, the respect is still there. Mm-hmm. You know? No, but uh, anyway, you know his even his lowest and worst stuff. I think his his three worst albums. I could say probably Infinite. You know, it was pre-label. Uh, relapse, which is a bit of an acquired taste, and revival. Yes, I gotta say, like even even his worst stuff is still it's still got its banging moments. Like I know you're really not a fan of revival, but revival to me is like I stopped listening after. I don't know if well, like I think, I mean, I guess I, I might as well spoil or I agree too. But to a point, you know, yeah. Like he's also one of the most influential for me. Yeah. Again, like same situation. Oh, is he on your list? Yeah. Oh, he. All right, then we can talk about him together. I'll be honest, man. Like yeah, because he's he's the dude. On, you know, like his earlier albums just spoke to a lot of people. Yeah. There's a point, in my opinion, personally, with him, where, you know, it it felt like you were he was going in circles, and I know later stuff happened as well. Yeah. But I think you know there wasn't enough material to really gravitate me to everything again so i, I feel but you know i think at first i didn't like mmlp2 because i didn't like all the rock samples and stuff Bro, but then it grows on you it does and i thought i think that's definitely one of his top five in oh, my yeah. opinion i think uh, um the big thing is when it comes to m it's you know you have these first three albums that are known as like some of the best rap albums to ever come out and that's why what two of them are diamond yeah and then you kind of hit this low point with you know encore is not a bad album but it's it's not nearly up to par with what had come before it you hit this low point with encore relapse and recovery where it's it has its moments but then it also dips in the how do i put like it has some of his high high highs but then the really really low lows and then you hit mmlp2 and you're like damn the guy's back and then revival it's like like even man at his even at recovery like i, I recovery was a was a pretty like recovery was a good return to form as or not even return to form but a real reinvention of himself you know i mean he, i feel like he needed it yeah he had mmlp2 and it's like it, what, what came out first recovery or relapse came relapse out first, first. Yeah. okay good 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 and then revival you know revival has like i said has its moments but it's not his best and then he comes back with kamikaze and he reinvents himself again with kamikaze being like hey man i'm this older age dude i can rap like nobody's business and i don't care about you i'll just tell you to piss off anyway nah <laughs> terrible album you say Kamikaze's terrible? Yeah. What the hell? I only like two songs on that album. Yeah, but you also don't listen to it. I did listen to it. No, you didn't. How many times I gotta tell you I listened no, to it? No, you didn't. Come on, I'll man. You, I'll tell you I have three good songs on it. And ironically, the only ones I did like is the first three songs you're looking at right now. 
everything else I don't like. Stepping Stone, I have to say, is is one of those things that had to happen where you had to talk about D12. It's not something you listen to from day to day, but you get it. It's like a story. I, I guess not a like was trying to make a point, but I just didn't, you know. You know, he called it MGK, man. That was it. I, it's like at this point, like, I don't care. Hits. Fall is fine. Nice guy, good guy. Kind of a In my opinion, like, the title track kind of sounds like... I don't know. I don't like it. No, because, like, it worked for him, like... It's one of those songs, like, most of the album is seen, like, contemporary. But Kamikaze sounds like something he had stowed away, like, ten years ago, beat-wise. Oh, definitely. I think it's one of those things from Encore. That's why I wasn't a big fan. I mean, I'll give you I'll give you credit. Like, the first three are pretty good. Because the thing is, too, if he just had the first three... Maybe, Maybe just, just as, like, a little, like, diss EP to tell everyone to screw off. I would say, like, yeah. Like, that's pretty bomb. I, like, think, Ringer's pr- I think out of the three of them, like, Ringer's my favorite. Um, not Lucky You all the way. Lucky You. I mean, Lucky You, Joyner Lucas does a really good picture. I'll give, I'll give that. And then, dude, even... That, it's like, I don't know, man. Even with this really modern version of himself, all of his features... He's always been one of those guys that's phenomenal when it comes to features. Yeah. Like, he shows up better on features than he does on his own album, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> or at least on his recent stuff. Oh, that's so annoying. He did the one with Dre and Big Fat Joe, and it was like, that's good. Keep, keep doing that. that. Yeah. He that, did the, that one was good. Kill Shot. Like, keep doing that. Kill Shot, I think, fire. He just has to do it where it's like... I, my biggest complaint about kamikaze is the fact that it's like I, I, there's a point where like i don't care if you don't like the new rapper that's fine like you're entitled to your opinion i don't, I don't care you know mm-hmm. old head <laughs> and then two with the other thing i think uh, just looking at stylistically it's just like you know like you you sound even though he said he was like just being snarky and just joking about it mm-hmm. i guess the tone of the album didn't feel that way but when he did kill shot i could feel that Man, and that's weird. what you always like about Eddie. Why you yell at the mic? Eh. Why you yell at the mic? I'm mad. Why you yell at the mic? Ah. <laughs> what else? Man, that, that feature with Logic, Apple too. Apple wrist wear. <laughs> um, the, with the, logic. the Logic feature. Uh, which one? The, the only one he did. Oh, that one? Where, uh, Homicide. I respect it. So good. Homicide was good. He, he's had a couple of missed features, I think. But recently. Yeah. Bang it. Uh-huh. Campaign speeches, whatever, close up to whatever. But moral of the story, uh, you know, I was into this guy hardcore. I thought I was going to be a rapper. <laughs> it's, he's, how do I say this without sounding stereotypical? He got me through some stuff, man. He changed my life. He pretty much did. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, he helped change it for the better. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So what is that? Do we each have one left? We have two left. I have one left. Panic, Fob, M, MJ. Oh. Who did you oh, have? Oh, wait, then what did we... You, you had Fob, Panic, Nirvana, oh, yeah. M. We got one more. Yeah, we both got one more. All right, you know what? You go first. Oh, God. <laughs> gotcha, on the yeah. spot. You say MCR? No. Ooh. Yeah. I would. I have to see what they do next. You say Post Malone? No. I, you, I'm, basing it, I'm basing it more off of, believe it or not, this, this, this sounds... Weird logic, but I'm basing it more off people who are still here, and I know they're back. But I have to see what they do for me yeah. to make my decision. No, I, f- I feel if if they change up their act, I could possibly knock somebody off this list. But is this like a new inspiration of yours? Is this one that's always been there? Oh, no, it's always been Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> I know, big sigh. <laughs> no one likes that opinion. But listen, the guy, I mean, it's your, it's all you, man. <laughs> the guy does what he does. 
Is he stupid? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Is his music great? Absolutely. With the exception of Jesus is King. Because obviously that's a whole other political topic I can get into. But, you know, I mean, life probably was garbage too. Jesus was bad too. very uneducated. So anyway, so like I was saying, guy comes out. I wanted to first listen to Kanye. I think. I think, I think it was like high school, school no eighth grade. I that, I remember because I remember I, I I found the uh, the new workout video. Favorite workout song. I was like, who is this guy? So then after that, I found spaceships and it was like, or wait, I'll fly away. It was one of the two. It was like one bad move. I was like, who the heck is this guy? He's making like soul sandals. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy, what, what you doing? doing? I, don't I don't know what I'm doing. doing. My, My dad, dad died. Father's <laughs> <laughs> Dropout is his best album. It's a great uh, album. You go, the, the, or, 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 or well, he wasn't done there. there. Then he did Late, late Registration. Fire. Fire. Amazing album. Continuation. Amazing album. Fire. Daft Punk produ- production is amazing. Oh, yeah. 808's very underrated album, I must say. It makes me feel sad. It is a very sad album. It's literally about Donda. Okay. Donda. That was actually, did you know? Did I know what? He had the album called Donda's Boy before his 808 Heartbreaks. Wait, who is that? Paul again. Is he mad? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He was staring at us. Oh, I, you think he's going to be okay with us being in here for another four hours? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was supposed to be called Donda's Boy. But then he changed it because, I don't know, something else happened. I, I have no idea. I think he just, he had a bunch of songs like John Legend and a bunch of other people. But it was like, yeah. Everything so then, amazing album. Mm-hmm. Then, a couple years later. The Holy Grail of the 2010s, in my opinion. My Beautiful, beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Fantasy. Oh, my God. So good. Beautiful album. And it's, literally like cinem- it's like literally like a movie and a music piece and an orchestration all in one. Yeah. It's beautiful writing. I can't. I love every song on the album. I don't care. So many bars, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. You know what's uh, after that? That is not even his solo thing, but it's still pretty banging. What? Watch the Throne. Yes. 2011. Very good. Ooh. Very good collab. Last, Last time you'll ever see Kanye with Jay-Z. That's right. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> very divisive. <laughs> this is where people start getting divisive with Kanye. Jesus is not good. Very experimental. Very bad. I don't care. Not Info- good. It influenced a lot of hip-hop in the past couple years, too. No, it has. Still bad. I disagree. <laughs> Bro, come on. It has the... And, well, okay, like, in my opinion, because, again, like, you're not much of, like, a hardcore... Like, do you like hardcore punk? Yeah. Like, like, what's hardcore punk to you? I don't know, man. I like music. Exactly. I just don't like bad music. <laughs> so you're saying punk music's bad music? No, I'm saying Yeezus so anyway, is bad. So that's what he said. So <laughs> Black Skinhead's a good song. Yeezus in itself is like a punk, uh, it's a hip-hop punk album. I love it. Life of I am a guy. Oh, you're hey, I'm boy, boy, boy. Boy. <laughs> In Asia, I can't say that. <laughs> um, and then Life of Pablo, Return to Form. And then you had... Just look that that song was like not only, or that album was not only like music new era, but just artistically it was like a renaissance era for Kanye. Fashion was amazing. I love the looks, everything. Yay! I don't care. <laughs> it's 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 cool being bipolar, but still, kids see ghosts, man. Kids see ghosts. He's pushing something new. If you haven't listened to, please go listen to Kids See Ghost. If you haven't, why is it C? Go listen to Kids See Ghost. It's such a good album. It's gonna change stuff. I'm telling you. And then there was Jesus is King. He messed everything up. That being said, though, Kanye 
has been the best musical genius, in my opinion, for the past 20 years. Musically. It's not rap-wise. M still gets rap. But music. I don't. You know, he inspires you, and that's that's wonderful. I'll say that. That's such a backhanded compliment. It's completely a backhanded compliment. Because he's, he's, he's a smart guy. He's a great producer. He's masterful when it comes to beats. But he is not a genius by any sense of the word. There are I mean, other people like, that are more talented and smarter. And if we're talking, if we're talking fashion and music, I think he's a genius. Any other idea the guy possibly has, no offense, I think he's completely ridiculous. He's a crazy person. He, 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 he get get that man some meds, please. He's a crazy person. <laughs> please, Kanye, make 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 uh make college drop out too, please. No. Except with your kids dropping it. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. That wasn't a shot. <laughs> All right. I love your kids, man. My last. I love you, Kanye. Influencer. It's a big one from this year. My chemical romance. No. Well, can, can, can you guess? Set it off. No. Wait, can, can I guess? Yeah, can you guess? Give, Give me three shots. So then I already used my first one. You used two of your shots already. Shut, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, from this year? This year was a big one for him. I mean, he's been an inspiration for me for the last, like, three years, but... Max? No. Oh, Mike Posner. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right, my boy. <laughs> Mikey Mike Pose Pose. What a guy, man. What a fella. Well, let, let me get, get up his analytics right here. I took a pill in the bees. The original version's better. He has more listeners than MCR. Good for him. Really? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know, I took a pill in the bees of the remix is one of the most streamed songs of the decade. decade. It's like top 10. Really? Yeah. Like, good for him. Good shit, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, you know, I'm... Where's my story with Mikey Mike Pose Pose come from? Uh, when I was... I think this was like ninth grade Christmas. My godfather randomly dropped off this package and it was just a box of like eight CDs, eight brand new spanking CDs. And one of them, I mean, some of them were artists I didn't listen to, but you know, it was cool because I got some new stuff. It was a couple Justin Bieber CDs for some reason. And then his Mike Posner's debut album, which I can tell you is not a masterpiece in any sense of the word, but he gave him this launching off point. You know, he's had three other independent albums that he's done whatever with, but it was this launching off point where he was trying to be this big pop guy. And then it worked out, but he got too riled up with the whole pop thing, and then he left. And I remember, you know, I listened to that album, and I liked it, and then a couple years had gone by. This was like four years, no, three years later, two years, a couple of years later, and he, I saw videos of him randomly on YouTube where he was like, yeah, man, I've been living in my van just to try and get away and find myself. Living in a van. I remember he came back, he had all that crazy hair, the crazy beard, and the first thing I saw was him at this, like, open mic outside with, like, 20 people and his guitar and a friend, and he was like, hey, man, uh, I'm just going to play you this new song I wrote called I Took a Pill in Ibiza. Here we go, and it was the original acoustic version. I was like, Damn. That's, that's it right there. Whoa. <laughs> and then he came out with the whole album uh, at night alone. And it was like, he blew my freaking mind. And then he kind of, he, he didn't lose his way, but he kind of wavered a bit with Mansions when it was him and Black Bear. Uh, you know, it was a lot more of an R&B kind of mess around, slam poetry kind of thing. It was a good time anyway. But then this year has been the big one with a real good kid. It's like, 100% just him. It, it feels like it's him with the money that he needs for an album in the booth doing whatever it is he wants and whatever feels the most like him. And it's just like seeing this guy evolve like this 
I don't even know, man. The music, it's it's like he has music that speaks to me and it makes me jump around. It has music that hits my soul. Yeah. Like, especially the title track on A Real Good Kid where he talks about his dad dying. Yeah. It's sad. Holy crap. I mean, it's sad and it's one of those things, but it, it like it's something that needs to be talked about. Something you're going to have to deal with at one point or another. It was like his, like, venting in a way, you know? Yeah. Well, because I think, I think if, if he, he didn't do that, then it's... That's what all his album is. It's just yeah. inventing. It, it was rough, man. I mean, I remember when you showed it to me, I was like, damn, this guy's really sad. It's, it's funny. Not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, it's really intense, too, because he's, like, screaming in the mic. Oh, no, it's it's like, oh, my God, dude. Like, he's singing about whatever, and then you get to certain parts, and he's screaming, and you can hear him, like, crying and doing whatever, and you're like... That's wow. like it's, it's a, a beautiful capture, and then emotion. even that he another big inspiration from him is his walk across America that he finished like a, a month and a half early. How long was that walk again? Uh, five months. It was supposed to take him like six or seven. He was supposed to finish like before the end of the year. He was supposed to walk ten miles a day, but then as he got into it, you know, he started walking like eleven, twelve, and eventually he was doing I think twenty, twenty-five. My God, which is incredible. It's nuts. That's in great shape. Yeah, but he finished that. He came out with his uh. This little mixtape album kind of thing, keep going, which is, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's it's definitely still up there. Yeah. Something about him though, man. It's like, he's got albums that help me sleep better. He's got albums that hit. He's got albums that make me jump around and rock the hell out in the car with you guys. And it, it's just, he's all, all around a really good, talented guy. Like he's one of those stories that you barely ever see of like a one-hit wonder who comes back with another hit song and then just builds his own fan base. You gotta that never happens. You gotta sit down with this album for forty-five minutes straight. Yeah, I don't like that opening. <laughs> what? I don't like that opening. No. The opening to keep going where he's like, you gotta sit down alone, listen to it straight. If you do not have time to do that, please come back later. I'm like, man, just. I wanna listen, man. Let me listen to it. When he said it, it made me feel bad. I was like, I can't listen to it now. I, I couldn't even. I was I, no, no. I listened to parts of it, and then I was like, no, nah, I gotta get up. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I got stuff to do. But I mean, there's there's parts of it I don't like too. I mean, I, I totally get the sage wisdom thing. It's just part of the, I guess the the vibe and the push of the album or the mixtape or whatever, because it's also introductions and little talking pieces have been part of his thing. But yeah. You know, it's, it's not, not my cup of tea. tea. Listen, Listen to Sage, music, sage, sage Wisdom from Diddy. It's not my cup of tea. If I had to pick one, I'd, I'd pick a real good kid. Yeah. yeah. He's a real good kid. He's a real good kid. I love Such that cool kid. Dude. I think if I, I, if, I, if I was ever to collaborate with one person, I mean, at this point in time, I'd want to collaborate with Mike Posner. Mm. He's a really chill dude. He's very talented. He's always hiking. He has a good ear. Yeah. You know. Good guitar player, good piano player. Just, uh, overall genius. I think... That might be where we call it. Yeah. You know, we're chilling. I think you know, some of our favorite artists. We see the path. It's a very chill episode today. Very well Until Brendan comes back and we all get caffeinated up and we start jumping around. Hype, 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 hype. Yeah, we need bean. Oh, yeah, I need some some definite bean and bean up in here. chocolate bean. But, uh, you know, this has been it. Hopefully, by this point or in a little bit, we should be back. So we can record and talk more about whatever's been going on because there's a bunch of stuff we're probably going to miss in January, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll we'll be back. This semester we're going to hit it. We're going to hit it hard. We're going to revamp everything. We're going to hit them hard, not too hard to the point where you're screaming. Not to where you're breaking anything, but no, you know, we're going to be there. Yeah, but we'll, we'll hit them. <laughs> but this has been the Anything Bowl or Anything Goes. My name is Miguel. This is Mateus, and we are. We'll see you soon, sweetie.